Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. At the Honda Summer Sales Event, one summer adventure leads to another. Start with a new Honda and be on your way to desert treks, lakeside getaways, and mountain paths so remote you need an actual map. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get 1.9% APR on the 2021 Honda Accord and 0% APR on the 2021 HRV or Pilot. Start your Honda safe adventure at NorCalHondaDealers.com. See dealer for financing details. Hey, Bird Gang. This is your boy, former Cardinal Jeremy Bridges. Tune into the number one podcast on the web, my show, the JBNB Review, right here on KSRN Arizona. Five, four, three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is a COVID Christmas around these parts. Ooh-wee. It's a JB and Benny Blue Review podcast for your listening pleasure. Please join us on social media at JB and Benny Blue. We are on all streaming platforms. Head over to JB and Benny Blue Review.com. There it is right in the phone. Make sure you hit that follow button and get some merch, baby. Get some merch. We are running the special Super Kyler Sure, we gotta get one for Sean, JB. You get a Super Kyler shirt, Christmas gift for Sean. Gotta get a Super Kyler for Sean. Sean, you look good in that. I'm not gonna lie, you look good in that shirt. You look good. I know, oh, yeah, I know. I got, sure. we got your Christmas gift. Super Kyler shirt, Bird Gang all day. It's with the, with the pro, with the promo code Bird Gang. Get 20% off. We're doing a holiday special. You saw the Cyber Money getting some sales and we're running it again. Start after this episode through Christmas. Make sure, folks, we saw a lot of our, our Valley of the Sun faithful. Uh, checking it out. So make sure you click through and make sure you buy. And uh, yeah, man, we're on all streaming platforms, including casualsports.com, KSRN Arizona. We're through another four games, and that means we are joined by the special Bird Game correspondent, Mr. Sean McConnell. First and foremost, Sean, it is that time of the year. You got a family. It is Christmas. Are the kids hitting you up for gifts? And if so, what are they looking for? What's happening this Christmas? God, uh, short of a Fortnite gift card for my oldest, which I said to the heck no, I'm not doing the Fortnite <laughs> gift card for Christmas. You're, you're 11 and you're lucky to be playing the game. I, uh, we went in with all the parents. We got a big old play set. There's also a like 15 by 15 trampoline that we got going in. Whoa. That's the, the tramp, the, the play set. I, we, my dad and I built it. it. Took 15 hours this weekend. Gave it to him early. It's huge. JB, it's huge. I didn't even watch most of the game because I just knew I had a feeling. I was like, you know what? My time's gonna be better put towards building this place. Yeah, yeah, you spent yeah, you spent your time wisely. Trust I did, me even I though I mean, yeah. hey, a lot of nuts and bolts, man. But you know, I was about to say I don't, I don't know if the, the stress factors were probably what for what, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you see, <laughs> either way, yeah, yeah, it was a lot easier on your eyes. Trust me. <laughs> wow, that's a uh, that's incredible. Uh, I trust I trust you had a stiff drink after you. Uh, you completed that task that's a that's a lot of work that's like construction at that point you know actually not as stiff as you think my wife and i have been enjoying a glass of wine every night for the past like couple weeks that's been a new tradition Ooh, that classy we've you know, yeah, that's, that's, that's not a bad thing you know that's not a bad thing that's that's nice you know what I'm saying? Yeah. especially if it's white wine it helps you sleep better right you know what i'm saying like red, yeah, the red yeah. wine makes me go to sleep like a baby man the red oh, wine okay go. red wine red wine gives me a uh, Little acid reflux. Yeah, a little acid reflux, if you will. That white wine is just, ah, you know what I'm saying? It's refreshing. Ah. Man. Speaking of the king of the double cup, JB, who's stolen his son's chain, that's right. He's the king of the double cup. How are you feeling, sir? Jesus, peace. Feeling like, oh, hey, you ain't going to lower his son. <laughs> no, I, I trust me. That, that's back in my younger days. No, you know that's, that's Mississippi. We're not talking about that no more. 
You know what I'm saying? Back back when you talk like this, you know what I'm saying? But uh no, nah, everything love, man, you know what I'm saying? Uh Valley of the Sun is still open. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Um but uh other than that, man, fam good, kids healthy. I can't complain, man. I don't and I, you know, if I could I wouldn't. So by the only, way, only thing is stressing me. What's up? Oh yeah, I know. We're gonna get into it. Trust me. We, I know. I know what's working your nerves. Trust me. We're we're all over this episode. By the way, Sean, I don't know if you saw it. They just they released the new, the new Suns jerseys. Gotta say, JB, that uh, that Mikhail, fire. that Mikhail Bridges uh Valley jersey. I am. I am gonna get a Mikhail Bridges jersey. Trust me when I say he cousin. He's my cousin, bro. I'm telling you, I'm related to every Bridges in the United States of America and a couple of them in Canada. Like uh, he is my my cousin. He don't know it yet, but he is. Him and Miles, uh, the, the cat that played for Charlotte. Miles yep. looked like my family. He looked like my dad. He really kind of does. Yeah, I can like, see the. I can see it. Yeah, I can see yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, big like with the yeah, like big time. He looked like my dad's side of the family. So yeah, uh, you know the Bridges boys. I'm gonna get Charlotte. I'm gonna get Mikael, and I'm gonna get you know what I'm saying. Uh, old boys down there in Charlotte. You know what I'm saying? And by the like by that. the way, speaking of your sons, fellas, we we may have to do another KSRN roundtable to do it. Uh, I gotta tell you, man, I'm kind of hyped for the sons. Kind of want to do a sons roundtable. I think it's I Listen, think it's worthy. I, think Sean, it's worthy. I don't know how you feel. I don't know how you feel, Sean. But like, I'm just I've always said. I remember in 2009 being at the Western Conference Finals on the floor, with my sons with me. I ain't talking about the Phoenix Suns. I'm talking about my boys. You know what I'm saying? When they were younger. And I remember looking at Stoudemire, me and Stout Boys, you know what I'm saying? That. And it was like, it was like eight, a minute and 18 seconds left. We were down by six points. I'll never forget this. And he had just committed a foul. And I, I was standing up and I had a chain on there too, but it was two of them. Two chains. So I looked at him and I, I did this to him. Right? Come on, baby. He put his head down and turned around. I was like, oh. And that's what but I knew, Sean. That yeah. was the end of our son's competitive nature for quite a while. Now, I feel like we are competitive again, right? We got a hell of a young nucleus. Uh, we got Aiden, we got Book, we got Chris Paul, the, the Wiley vet. We got uh, our backup uh, backup point guard. What's his name? He's a fireball. Carter. Yeah, Carter. Like that kid a lot. Uh, we got, you know, we just, and then we got pieces. We got bridges. We'll probably be starting this year. Yeah. Um, like, you know, we got pieces, man. And we, we're just competitive. Uh, Oblier, is that his last name? Oblier, Oblier. We traded him. We traded him. Ubre. Oh, yeah, Kelly Ubre. He's right? on, he's on the Warriors yeah. now, right? Yeah. So. Oblier. <laughs> you were out there. I, you, you know what? It's crazy. Like, that was a clothing line that this dude tried to give me like. Yeah. You remember that? You remember that former back sponsor, in the day? Yeah. Former sponsor, Oblier. Right. Right. Former sponsor. That, that's yeah. why I said, okay, okay. So yeah, whatever his name is, Obubu, whatever his name is. So we traded him. He was a decent ball player for us. But I think we good. I think with the 12, 14 guys we got, I think we I think we competitive again. I think we have a competitive team, especially with Houston weakening, right? Because now they got the dissension. Harden don't want to do right. The Clippers, I feel like we could beat them, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know what they got going on, but I feel like we can beat the Clippers. The Lakers, probably oh, not. Uh, <laughs> OKC, yeah, we get a hold of them. The Warriors, healthy step. No, 
right? Well, that's okay. Healthy it Steph. Clay's out again. No, Achilles. no Clay. Yeah. No Clay. You know what I'm saying? Healthy Steph, no Clay. You know what I'm saying? So that's 25 points gone right there. Hey, I think we're competitive. Hopefully, well, basketball season start what, tomorrow or some shit? <laughs> Free season, I was about yeah. to say, yeah, hopefully by the, you know, towards the end of the season this year, we'll be able to go to some games and actually, you know, watch our boys do their thing. I'm, 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 I'm all right. I'm, I got a sense of calm when I think about the Suns now. Yeah, yeah. I'm calm, obviously optimistic for sure. I think uh, you got a shot, but you might also end up being third or fourth in your own conference because that's the loaded conference. Why do these Arizona teams now get screwed with the really good divisions and conferences? Why does this happen? Why? Yeah. yeah. Not fair. Why yeah. can't we be the east of the world? Why can't we? It's not fair. Yeah. Hey man, if you if you if you got if you want greatness, Sean, you gotta be tested. And I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you both a bold prediction for this NBA season. I'm gonna say that the Suns are gonna be the fifth seed and they will upset so the fifth seed would play in the playoffs they play the fourth seed, correct? Yeah. Right? Because it's, sure. it's 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 one eight, two seven, three, six, four, yep. five. They're gonna mm-hmm. beat the four seed. They're gonna win a playoff series because of the COVID year. So if that's like the Nuggets, the Nuggets are going to get shocked. Somebody, whoever's in that, the Jazz, whoever's going to be in that four seed, Blazers, whoever's going to be in that four seed. I don't, I don't see them going higher than the fifth. But I'm predicting that they're going to win a playoff series. That's bold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's bold, that's bold like the Doritos chips, man. That's yep. big bold, right yep. there. Yeah, I appreciate it. it. I appreciate. Yeah, it. no, I'll, I'll listen. I, I'm, I'm excited. Book deserves it. Train. CP3 deserves it, and you know they're gonna they're gonna make some moves finally. Because Lord knows they're one of those with Sarver and the, that franchise and that that old Sean. You remember that old lady at the town hall meeting? Ah, this damn team! Like you gotta somebody come on, sons, bust a move. We got Monty Williams as the coach. Do something. Right, we got listen. I, I can't understand for the life of me why free agents don't want to come to Arizona and play football and basketball. Well, I know basketball. You know we were kind of sucky, but I'm saying I like oh, yeah. Most of them, most of them spend the off season out here anyway, right? right? right. So it's like, bro, just come on and you know, no, I don't want it mellow, you know, what I'm saying to fall in uh, for a little hot one, you know what I'm saying? So, but I mean, you know how that go? Yeah, well, it comes down to ownership. You saw what happened with the Clippers. Once Balmer took the reins, it was a whole different story. He started backing up the Brinks truck, and he's over there going crazy like macho man randy savage right behind the basket and stuff so it's it's just it's the culture i'm a lions fan for god's sake with the ford family running the damn car company in the ground running a team into the ground i'm an expert in bad ownership all right we, we understand this so that's what it comes down to the the owner it, for the Suns has been historically bad but now they have a good they have a good thing going they have the right coach and they have the right pieces and jb when they can when they when they show winning ways then yes they are going to lure another piece they will. They will get another piece to add, but they have to prove that they can win with what they got. You know what I mean? Right. They're not yep. going to win the title, but if they can no, start. No, trust me. Win, no, I, I, I yeah. totally understand. Right. I mean, that's yeah. the same thing for our football team, right? Right. We ain't talking about them yet, but I mean, we can get to the playoffs. We might can get another peak. Well, we we'll talk about that. Right. Well, we are right now, Jamie. Speaking of something that's not keeping you calm, it's working your nerves, Sean. I know you're in the same boat. You're 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 doing kids' construction projects to stay away from the game, for God's sake. No, it is. Extreme. It is third quarter state of the bird gang. Wow, that's right. We're doing things a little bit different on this edition, gentlemen. We're going to do some burning questions. You know what I'm saying? Draped up and dripped out. No, I'm talking about JB with the goddamn rope. 
Question number one, Mr. McConnell. Has the film caught up to Kyler? I think the film's caught up to Cliff. The film's caught up to Cliff. And let me just say for the record, I think we have one thing JB and I to blame on our predictions last time. It was our dyslexia, right? We said three and one. We meant one and three. Oh, man, it's fine. We're still I, right. Yeah, I, I was looking at that earlier. I was like, man, we just... Yeah. I, just I flipped the numbers. It happens all the time. But, C- CTE, bro. It's real. <laughs> hey, yeah, I have no excuse then. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, the, 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 the tape has followed up with Cliff. The, the blueprint hasn't changed for him. We talk about this almost weekly. He's doing nothing offensively, scheme-wise, to change anything, to change it up. We, we stopped going horizontal for a little bit, and he went right back to it. It's a safety blanket. He looked like... Linus from you know the peanut gang. I mean, it, it's not working. You have to do something to change, and he's he's not that innovator right now. And I, we're putting a lot on a second year, not even an assistant in the NFL type guy. But at what cost is this going to be to your personnel? So he's got to get it together quick, fast, in a hurry, or Kyler might start asking for a new uh, a new leader of the ship. Hmm. Well, yeah. Any follow-up thoughts on that? Yeah, yeah, he's exactly right. Yeah, I've said this, and I've been talking to a lot of people uh, at my workplace about it. Yeah, Cliff is not for this. I was talking to my neighbor about it yesterday, actually. For him to be this great offensive mind, where's your game planning skills? And here's the thing that, that, that burns me up, Sean. He has veteran coaches on his staff, right? So why has nobody stepped up and said, hey, man, Look, this play works really well. Or let's just break down the plays percentage-wise and the success of them, right? You like analytics? Let's do it, right? Let's break down the plays that are successful for us, right? And let's put them over here. And the ones that are not as successful, let's put them over here, right? Oh, garbage. And then let's 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 start to initiate or incorporate some plays that you feel like you want to start running, right? But when it's all said and done, let's look at our statistics and see what we're doing well, which we are fourth in rushing in the NFL, right? That's a plus, right? We're running the mill passing, we're 19, right? So it's like, let's figure out what we're doing well and continue to do it. And the things that we're not doing well, like you said, we can, you know, just to make you feel good, we'll just put them over here. We won't throw them away, right? So it's simple as that, right? This game ain't changed. It's blocking, tackling, catching, throwing. It has not changed. But I said it after the last Say the Bird game. Being in an aggressive offense does not mean throwing the ball down the field 15 plus times a game. Right? Here's another thing, and I don't know if you want to ask this question, but I have to say it. DeAndre Hopkins needs to stop running the same two routes. He needs to get off of Kyler Murray's left side, and he needs to be more to his right side. Right? So when he's over there, we can do a lot more things including work the left side of the field because they're going to bring two guys over to deal with hockey, right? Bottom line. So look, I, I know football more than I know a lot of things in life, right? Which befuddles the fuck out of me once I don't have a coaching job in the NFL because if I was on Cliff's staff, I would pull him to the side and be like, look, man, we got a problem, right? And it's your fucking play call, right? I'm just going to be honest with you. It's decision-making, Right, all this bullshit throwing the ball out to receivers and shit, all this college shit. It's the NFL, man. These dudes eat, sleep, live, and shit football. You know, class. This is class. So you mean to tell me when you throw a goddamn ball out there behind two receivers 
that a fucking 245 pound outside linebacker to run a four or five ain't gonna get there and destroy a receiver to, to get a tackle for loss in the back. Come on, man. Like take that shit, whoosh, throw it out. Right. Let's play football, football. Right. This ain't air raid football. Yeah. You can do, you can mix in the air raid. Let's play football. Right. And when we play football, we're pretty good. Right. We you know when we run the ball, we pound the ball, we do some traps and misdirection. We get a little man running the ball. We get the read option going, which is dangerous as fuck, right? It's dangerous as hell. But, I mean, Kenyon Drake, little man, and then DeAndre Hopkins or Fitz. Like, RPO, read Like, let's do the shit that makes us successful. And that's what makes me scratch my head because I'm like, okay, you do something nice for three quarters or you do something nice for one series, two series, the next series you come back, you start running that dumb shit. We don't have plays to waste. Yeah. Yeah. Bottom line, point blank here. We don't have those plays to waste because just like last game in LA with versus LA, we wasting plays, they making plays, they win the game. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and and to both of your point, I mean, what I've seen from the last four games is that whenever they're having big time success, it's usually when a play breaks down and Kyler has to make something happen because they know based right. on what Cliff has been calling, they're not getting their other playmakers uh, engaged. I uh, just found something here that is to, to like solidify JB, what you were just saying. Shout out to Graham Barfield on Twitter. He broke down uh, DeAndre Hopkins route tree on the last three games. Uh, he lined up on the right side one time and every, almost every route is an out route or a comeback. Like against LA, eight receptions, 52 yards, a touchdown. What? But then against New England, five receptions, 55 yards, no touchdowns. Then the next game, it's against Seattle, five receptions, 51 yards, no touchdowns. It's the same shit. He's lining up on the left. It's all shit to the sideline. The dude is a game breaker. Take him over the he top. Is a game breaker. Post. Listen, he, you know, listen, he need, he needs to be all over the field. Right. Because he is going to take two people with him wherever he goes. Right? right. You're talking about doing this all fucking game. That's all I'd be doing if I had hot. Right. Eventually he's going to get open. Like you said, Benny, he's a game breaker. So he'll catch the ball for 15 yards and go 45. Right. Yep. We yep. can't keep him on the left side and just continue to dink and dump to this dude and depend on who. Yep. Who are we depending on at that point? You know what I'm saying? They, exactly. they figured out our game plan. They figured it out. We're going to go out to hop, and eventually we're going to try to sneak somebody down the scene. Like, right. I, I could put four linemen out there, and we could cover that. Right? right. I could put four more more athletic linemen out there, and right. we could cover that. Like myself. Right? You know what I'm saying? So, come on, man. Like this, yeah. yeah, exactly. You playing checkers, Cliff Kingsbury playing checkers, and everybody else playing chess. Like, that's just what it amounts to. Bingo. There you go. Next question for JB. This go, this goes back to how the Bird Gang has lost recently, even going back to Miami. Miami to lose 30, 34 to 31. They beat the Bills, you know, Hale Murray, you know, arguably play of the year, exciting should've, football. Should have lost that one. Third, should have lost the game, 32 to 30. Then the Squawks, 28 21 at the Pats, uh, uh, 30 to 17. And then a little bit more of a distance. Rams 2017, my, yeah. yeah, 2017. And then a little bit more distance with the Rams. They kind of had their number a little bit, but common factor, close losses. So JB, I mean, at this point, can Cliff be trusted under two minutes? Where's this no. guy at? Cliff can't be trusted within, uh, eight minutes of the fourth quarter. Goddamn. Right. Cause it's, no, I'm, I'm dead serious. Like that's when he fails for whatever reason, right? He'll call a decent game, 
better than average game for three quarters, right? Now, some other variables, variables might come in, like little man making a bad decision and drop passes or maybe a fumble, but he'll call a decent game for three quarters. And in the fourth quarter, it's like his fucking balls go up in his stomach and he forgets to do what he's supposed to do. He turns to Mr. Coach Klein, you know what I'm saying? And <laughs> that's basically, you know what I'm saying? And old boy's across there with his fucking tablet, you know what I'm saying? With his notebook, like, so what are we doing, man? What are we doing? All right. And then the same thing comes with, with, uh, Vance Joseph. Now we ain't forgot about him, right? Even though our defense is decent, you know what I'm saying? It's not like the worst. We're, you know what I'm saying? Kind of, you know, giving up about 24 points on defense, you know what I'm saying? Running, run, we giving up about 123 a game. And in the past, by 236, this is the NFL. That's decent. You know what I'm saying? If you're giving up about 350 a game, okay. You know, that's defense. But we got two of the most inconsistent play callers in the game. All right? Vance and Cliff are, they shouldn't be together. <laughs> right? Somebody got to balance out the other one. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, one of them fucking up, the other one got to be sane, doing his thing. Right? So, yeah. Yeah. John, what are you, what are you, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. By the way, hey, Greg Williams is available. Just saying. Oh God, no. G-Dub. No, uh, anything but that, please. Um, G-Dub. Hey, fuck that. We put money on folks' heads. <laughs> Look, when it comes to late in the game, yeah, there's a lot of close games. Even the, even the games that we won and the games that we've lost. You, you look at the Seattle game, right when the, the first one, right before overtime. They are literally marching down the field at ease because the middle was wide open. The Seahawks are just giving them the middle. And then all of a sudden we get around that 30-yard range. We start getting complacent and then just running into a wall. Just kind of like you're getting the hash set up. When, when in reality, you had time for a couple more plays, get closer, make it a chip for Zane. Zane misses it. We go to overtime. He's not even setting up our kicker who is shoddy at best for success. Oh, Horrible decision making, man. Like a decision making is like, but again, Sean, he has veteran coaches on his staff. He needs better like, ones. Who's telling him that this is not okay? Like, who is the dude that's beside him all the time? Like, you always see this dude. He's been in the game quite a while. He's literally right beside Cliff all the time, kind of whispering in his ear. I, I want to say he's a quarterback coach, right? Uh, like, somebody got to tell Cliff this shit. Right? Somebody got to be like, look, man, this shit ain't working. Right? And Cliff, if you listen to this shit, if I was your offensive line coach, I would tell you that this shit ain't working, man. Right? You wasting a decent offensive line. Right? Literally a decent physical offensive line who I think is taught by a pretty good offensive line coach. You know what I'm saying? He can't be responsible for the individuals that do certain shit. You say Humphreys, it's your shit together. Uh, but um, uh, he can't be responsible for what they do on the field, but preparing them, preparation-wise, we're always ready to roll. Even the next man up thing with the offensive line is a bright point. That's one of our bright points offensively. Let's lean on them. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, give, let's reward them. King and Drake loves to run the ball between the tackles. Right? He runs behind his shoulder pads. Hell, Chase Edmonds, same thing. He don't mind getting that ball between the tackles and mixing it up. He's physical. We got two physical running backs. Let's run the damn ball, right? Let's run the ball. Let's let the run open up the pass. We know we can drop back in four receivers, which always should be four receivers. It should never be five wide. It should always be four, right? Because the read option should always be a threat. 
Period. Like, True. He should do. He should do that shit every fucking play. True. All right. Every fucking play, he should do that shit. So that's what we got, right? There should always be a triple threat on our offense. Whether we gonna line up in four wide and we gonna throw it, or we gonna run read option and little man gonna keep it and go around the edge, or we gonna hand it off to Kenyon because your your defense is so spread out. We should literally live if we're not just running the ball in a run formation. We should literally live in four down. We should live in it, right? That should be our bread and butter, whether we be three and one, whether it be trips, whether it be dubs, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, we should always be in four wide. Now there, to speak to, to JB's real quick about the uh, assistant coaches and the, the veterans in here, because I wanted to look, because I've been talking about this too, because, you know, you, you got BA and you got Tom Moore, who's literally, like, been around since they were using, like, the actual pigskins and the leather helmets, right? You've got on your staff, you have Tom Clements, who's been in the league with 22 years of experience. You got Sean Kugler, 14 years, and Jerry Sullivan, 26 years. You got offensive line, offensive assistant, and pass game coordinator. Those should be the only three guys you ever talk to. Those guys know everything. All right. And if you're not listening to them, then you need to leave because they know what to do. All right. And the inside source told me that that Hop kind of spoke up about play calling. And then it was a combative situation, and Hop just kind of shut up, right? Um, we don't we don't need a Bill O'Brien situation here, right? We got Hop. Let's keep him happy. We paid him. Let's keep him happy before we have a real fucked up situation, and him want to leave, and then you know send all this other shit, and then we're gonna owe him a bunch of money. Cap gonna be all fucked up. He gonna be gone, and like let's let, keep the man happy, man. Do like if you gonna do anything. You got a receiver who, like Benny said, the man is a star, right? Arguably the best receiver in the NFL. Take one page out of Bill O'Brien's book and look at the way he used Hop. Because Hop was super successful over there, right? He was leading the league in everything over there, right? Top five receiver in everything. To do that, like let's let's take some of that pride out of your fucking chest, right? Put on some pants that come down to your shoes. You know what I'm saying? Stop trying to be a fucking sex symbol on the sideline. You know what I'm saying? Quit running around fucking these Scottsdale hoes. Pretty, I know you're doing it. Pretty man. Right? He's a right. pretty I, man. I know you're doing it. You know what I'm saying? These streets, the money you got, you know what I'm saying? You got some high price coochie. You know what I'm saying? So stop worrying about that shit and let's get back to football. Right? Let's get back to playing football. Let's get back to real football because the shit that you're doing right now, Ain't it, man? You need to learn. Like, like Sean just said, you got three veteran OG ass offensive minded coaches on your staff. Yep. Right? What are you doing? Right? Yeah. So from that situation, I got that there's a bit of a dictatorship going on. Right? That's not Could gonna be. work, man. That's Could not be. gonna work. And I don't even think Hop is asking for the ball. He's just asking for better. <laughs> He just yeah, had an opportunity to get the and, ball. Yeah. But, that, but that's what I heard. That's what I heard. He wasn't complaining. He was just like, the play calling right now is hella suspect. Right? Because, right. you know, he ain't never been that kid that's just like, I need the ball. He's yeah. always been a team type dude. So he, you know, we got playmakers, man. Yeah. We got we got ball players. Like, for the first time, we are probably as, as talented as we were when we went to the Super Bowl. Right? We are that talented of a football team right now. Defensively, offensively, everything. We are that talented. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Do we, need to call, do we need to call? 
you referenced it. You referenced it. There, ha- there has been some improvements. That that takes me to, to question number three. Now, the, these two in particular, it's actually it's it's nice to see considering where they were just a season or two ago. You got Buda Baker leading the team in tackles at ninety four, and you have Hassan Reddick leading the team in sacks with five. So, Sean, the question is. Considering kind of the, you know, some of the expectations that were created as the season went along this year, do you still consider it progress if this team ultimately doesn't make the playoffs? I do. Like you said, the expectations rose so quickly and became so insurmountable, right, that they didn't have chances to grow. That's why they dropped games to Miami and the Patriots. And because they all of a sudden didn't realize, yeah, they're good, but they also they don't smell exactly the greatest either. They have holes to shore up that they didn't. Um, I think it would still be a success, but if they made the playoffs this year, it might actually hurt next year because if this stuff doesn't get addressed again, now you're expecting, okay, you're losing the wild card. They're expecting now maybe a conference championship game next year. That's just how those expectations go. Yeah. Yeah. With now still, again, with a coach who hasn't been in the NFL before and he's been in for two years now, Year three, he has to make big jumps, like how to manage a clock type jumps. This is stuff you should right. know by now. Basically, right? The fuck? So, okay. yeah, I mean, the expectations should be even keeled. I think when we saw the losses, we really knew who this team was. We just didn't want to believe it. We saw the Bills. We saw the, the, the Niners in week one. We saw Seattle on overtime. We're thinking, okay, sky's the limit. And in reality, losing to Detroit – Losing to Miami and the Patriots are things that just kind of go, that was actually kind of more who we are. We play down a lot more than right. we should. Right. Mm. Gabe, what, what, do you, what do you think as far as, far as, 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 far as measuring progress? Um, I don't, I don't, I mean, I, I hear what Sean is saying about the playoffs, but I mean, it shouldn't have to take that. You know what I'm saying? The NFL is a constant, uh, Constant evaluation, right? Day to day, play to play, game to game. It's a constant evaluation, and there, there shouldn't have to be a make or not make the playoffs for us to be like, okay, yada yada yada. You have to go back after every season and say, like I said before, what did we do good? What did we do bad? What were our best attributes? What were our worst enemies? And you got to correct that stuff anyway, right? You have to. That's every NFL team that do that every year, right? So if we went to the playoffs this year, I think it'd be great because it would. We could then use leverage, like we said earlier, to attract another big name, yeah. right? Probably defensive line wise, right? Uh, we need somebody to just really make hey, Fletcher Cox. I'm pretty sure he's not very happy in Philadelphia right now, right? You know what I'm saying? Uh, with all that shit they got going on, right? It's a lot of defensive linemen that we need because we need guys that can get pressure on the quarterback with four rushing. Right? Chandler's going to be back next year. Uh, Hassan Reddick, of course, is going to be around. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do with DK3. He should still be here. Uh, he's been a little injury-ridden. And then, you know, they just got they got pieces on the outside. But the inside, we got Corey Peters, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, we brought in uh, old Fat Booty from Cincinnati, uh, which I think was a hell of a pickup. The defensive line with the long hair, the Samoan Cat, a Polynesian cat, whatever his name is, and then the young Polynesian kid we drafted. Like we just need another big name defensively on the D line, run stopper, and somebody who can beat a man one on one and pass rush. And then offensive line wise, we need one more good offensive lineman. 
like Rock, uh, Sneezy Cool, but he's not that guy. Uh, DJ Humphreys, I ain't never been sold on. Um, they, I think they just kind of did that to save face, hate him, which is crazy to me. But he's he he needs more guidance than anybody. Right? He still he does too many dumb fucking things. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, question-wise, you know what I'm saying? I think the playoffs would be great for us. That way we can have leverage to get some better free agents then. But that, that evaluation process has to happen week to week, shit. Yeah. That's what NFL teams do. I've never been on an NFL team that did the same thing week to week. I've never been on an NFL team that did the same. Now, we might run the same play, but in different formations based on what defense they run. We might run it at different times, right? Like... We ain't running on first down, you know. So it's like certain, yeah. You got your bread and butter, right? You got your bread and butter, but you got to switch your formations, you know. Send all that stuff based on the team that you're playing and what their scheme is and what their strengths and weaknesses are. Like that's got to happen every week, and we're not doing that. It don't seem that way. Offensively, definitely not. Very clear, yeah, yeah. And JB, look, you 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 took me you took me to my my final question. You you kind of answered it, but I am curious because this team, like Sean said, to kind of when when you kind of saw who they really are, it, it kind of reeked of one year away. But I think that's fine. I think that's like you said. I think that's a better scenario than kind of thinking thinking that they got a, a Benz when they really got a hoopty. You know what I mean? You mm. would, you would rather do that. So as you guys know. Young, young D, young DUI himself, Steve, Steve Kime is known to make a move. He moved off of Rosen and Wilkes. He got, he made the trade to get D hop so he can make moves. So JB, final question for you is what, what is going to be that major move that Kime is going to make to help? I would say help Kyler and Cliff. What do you think that move is going to be? Cause something's going to happen. He's going to do something. Yeah. Yeah. Something definitely going to happen. Hmm. I don't know. I, I think there needs to be a conversation, honestly, uh, between Kime, Cliff, and and Mike Bidwell about Cliff calling plays next year, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think wow. he needs to call. I don't think he needs to call plays next year, right? Because he's not having success as a play caller, right? Now you got the head coaching job, right? Now let's 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 get back to that just real quick. Head coach of the most penalized team in the NFL. We right? didn't even talk about that yet. Yeah. That that's gotta be addressed, yeah. right? That means that everybody's too cool. But again, that goes back to what I said earlier. Pull your fucking pants down, put your pants on that fits you fucking all the way to your shoe. Like stop trying to be Mr. Cool and, and become a fucking real head coach. Right? As a head coach. Breaks. Right. Stop the fucking cell phone. Like chill with the millennium bullshit. Right. Right. Benny, you said something about your boy, uh, John, uh, what's his name? Um, Gruden, right? Yeah. You asked the question, right? At the beginning of the year, we had our episode and you was like, is John Gruden's way going to work with these young millennials and their attitude? Yes, it works. Right. These are football players, bro. That means whatever coach says, I'm going to do, right? Because if I ain't on board, then I'm going to be an exile and don't nobody want to be an exile on your team, right? So what Clip allows is what they're going to do. Right? Really, like what Cliff allows is what they're gonna do. Like certain things as a coach, me personally, I wouldn't let these grown men do, and I don't give a fuck if they're grown men or not. Everything's a privilege, right? So dressing like a bum on a on a on a, on a business trip, we're not gonna do that anymore, right? We're gonna be professional, we're gonna wear suits, like you make all this goddamn money, 
Stop spending your clothes, stop spending your money on bullshit and, and get a suit. It could be a Euro suit. I don't give a fuck. Tie, no tie. But you're going to wear a jacket and some fucking slacks, right? We on a business trip, right? Mindset, mindset. We on a business trip, right? This ain't no bullshit. This ain't no fucking fashion show. You know what I'm saying? Like, our team is too fucking cool, right? That's what I feel. And, it, and, and attitude, leadership, attitude reflect leadership, right? Our head coach is so fucking cool. Like, fuck all that cool shit, bro. Right? Fuck all that cool shit. You have to take the reins of this team and say, look, certain things we're going to do, certain things we're going to not do. Right? And if we can't be disciplined, right, then we're not going to dress the way we want to dress on the plane. Right? That's a reward. I treat you like little kids, but that's what the fuck you got to do because you're acting like a little kid when you can't stay on size. Right? You're acting like a little kid when you can't fucking do your technique as a defensive back without holding you're acting like a fucking kid offensive line wise when you can't pass check the motherfucker without holding him, right? You, you're acting like a kid running backs, receivers, when you fumble the goddamn football, right? You're acting like a kid when you throw bullshit-ass picks, right? So, c- come on, man. Like, this is this is grown man business, uh, right? Grown man been like, like big boy said in ATL. what I say? what I say? Grown man business, Right? This grown man business. So treat it like a business. And stop treating this shit like Instagram, bro. That's what I feel like. We got an Instagram team. You this know is, what I'm saying? LinkedIn. We shouldn't be Instagram. We should be LinkedIn. Right. Basically, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? LinkedIn, straight up LinkedIn. LinkedIn profile picture with the slide. Sean, what do you what do you think? JB was saying a major move in like a culture sense and a play calling sense, but... Do you think it's going to come in the form of a signing or do you think it's going to be more in the long lines of, no, we got the talent here. You just got to switch up your, your approach. I, I like the idea that JB brought because I think that Kaim and Bidwell tried to do that with BA. And that's ultimately why BA is like, okay, well, bye. Cause you're not going to tell me what to do. And we all understood that. Cause we all knew that was the deal when BA came. So they can do that. I think they might do that. I don't think Kaim's afraid to do that. I just, I don't know if he will at this point what what i'd like to see and what i'm hoping for is what we were hoping was going to happen at the trade deadline is you go and get a guy from a team that always loves to get rid of guys as their expiring contracts are coming up that's the patriots patriots have stefan gilmore who's now another year into that contract that's almost over give him a pick because lord knows time's going to blow the pick so just give him the pick <laughs> Give the Patriots the pick, whatever pick you want. Take your right. pick and let, and let pick. them blow it because that's what they do. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> right. so we'll take Gilmore and shore up whatever questions we have about Pat because I think really Pat needs to go into some sort of safety type. I think he could extend his career that way, but bring some insurance, some like really serious insurance. If Hopkins was the Larry's going to retire insurance, Gilmore is the I don't know what to do with Patrick Peterson insurance, and I'm okay with that. Right, because you don't know what to do with Pat right now. It's a, he's at a weird age with the contract, and is he breaking down? We don't know. We could move him. Does he want to move? A lot, a lot could happen. I say bring in Stephon Gilmore for whatever the Patriots want in in a pick compensation. Right now, that's that's a hell of a hell of a hell of a hell of a prediction or a hell of a answer. Like I, I agree because our defensive backfield is iffy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, we got we got Fitzpatrick back there, Kirk Patrick, whatever his name is, who's just. I mean, he's Mr. Inconsistency. You know what I'm saying? One game, you're like, man, this guy's great. Next game, it's like, what the fuck did he just do? Right? You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's we can't have that. Yeah. Right? We can't have that. You know what I'm saying? Consistency. Keith, he's a former first-round draft pick. Like, 
know what I'm saying? You expect more from him. Yeah, so we definitely need to get I mean, I, I think Pat should go, I don't mean, I don't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Byron Murphy has, has proven that he's gonna be he, he's proven his worth. You know what I'm saying? He can cover bigger, slower receivers, uh, he can, can blitz, he plays very physical around line of scrimmage, right? So he he's there, right? So he's that nickel guy. We got we got him. He's playing well. Buddha is coming to his own. The other safety, Thomas, mm, okay. Right, you know, we can get a good safety, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, honestly, honestly, you know what I'm saying? I think we should have got the kid from LSU, right? The safety from LSU, that was just my thought, you know what I'm saying? Byron's like my nephew, but, you know what I'm saying? I just feel like we should have got the kid from LSU. That's my thought as a safety, because we didn't have a sure safety to compliment Buddha, right? Uh, so, or, you know what I'm saying, we can move Byron to safety because he can play it. You know what I'm saying? He's a ball hog. He's very smart. He'll knock your ass out. You know what I'm saying? He can cover ground. He's like, you know, move Pat inside to nickel where he can cover, you know what I'm saying, smaller receivers on shorter routes as opposed to being outside on that island because he is getting older, right? I mean, you know what I'm saying? It ain't Father Time is undefeated. I don't nobody beat Father Time. Sorry. You know what I'm saying? Larry, people say what they want to think. Oh, the age is wonder, like hell. Right? He ain't the same Larry Fitzgerald I knew fucking seven years ago, eight years ago. Nine years ago, you know what I'm saying? Like so. Say what you want to say, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, that, that's that's the we do need that. We need, like I said, about is he the big time defensive lineman or like I said, get Gilmore? I think that'll be a great, you know what I'm saying, trade. Something gotta happen. But that conversation with Kyle and Cliff gotta happen. And that ain't got nothing to do with time or second year, third year. That just needs to happen, mm-hmm. right? It needs to be a sit down and show him the facts, right? Show him the facts of the bad, right? This is bad, right? Your team was the most penalized team in the league this year, and that's bad. It's not good. And nobody wants that for their team. Yeah. Right? We started out hot, and now we're fucking 500, and who knows where we go from here? Because who the fuck knows what's going on in Tempe right now? Right? Who knows what's going on in Tempe? Who knows what's going on on Hardy and Warner? Right? It's not far from me. Fuck? Who I'll the find fuck out. Yeah, you need to go yeah. do some snooping, I'll find the man. fence real quick. All right. No, we got nice, there's plenty of vantage points, right? Act like you know, say you fixing one of them uh, light poles up there, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah, yeah, I'm just doing, I'm just doing high jumps. Right, you know what I'm saying? Gets you right. <laughs> so I mean, that, yeah. right. That's that's basically where it's at, man. Like, I don't think Cliff needs to be a play caller, and if he's going to continue to be a head coach, he needs to take the reins of his team and 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 start to you know get some straightening, like the old folks say, "Where I'm from, get some straightening." Right, we need to get some straightening. Like y'all, y'all, y'all a little too loose around here. Y'all think y'all, you know, like I said, this ain't cool town. Fuck that. Right. This ain't NFL. Let's look at the teams that are doing it right and look what they doing. Right? Look at them. Look, I like to talk about Pittsburgh, right? Because I like teams that have loyalty to their players, right? They understand that a team family, a family atmosphere team wise is gonna take you a lot further than playing all the fucking cap games and so on and so forth. I'm pretty sure. The Steelers have more tenured players on their team than any team in the league. Cats that have been Steelers for seven, eight, nine years, right? Like the old school. But you see what they're doing this year, right? I don't give a damn they did lose to Washington. We talked about Washington. I know, I, I saw Washington. I, I knew why Washington was going to beat them, right? Because their defensive line is very aggressive and the Steelers' offensive line is, yeah. you know, that, that was the whole point of the win or loss, right? But they do it. They do it right, right? They do it old school. 
you know, you can let the kids have fun. They dance, everybody party kicking, you know what I'm saying? Tomlin does a great job letting his team have fun. But it's a business mindset. It's a business atmosphere. Discipline. Very little penalties, right? This is what you want. That word discipline. We are lacking discipline as a football team, right? And that is dangerous. You're never going to be successful like that. Well, look, talking about talking about time and predicting the future, you know what time it is. We're going in the fourth quarter. Sean, you're up first at the G-Men who are playing who are playing better ball, trying to get that pathetic NFC East crown, then hosting the Eagles, hosting the Niners who are already in town due to their COVID restrictions and all that. And then at the Rams, what is your what is your prediction? Next four games. What are we looking at? All right. I know Goodell's probably got like a cold million to whichever NFC East team can end in five hundred, but I see I see the G Men as a as a W for the Cardinals. I see the Philly as a W for the Cardinals. I'm even gonna take us against San Fran who's looking better as a W. And I'll say we drop the LA. I'm saying three and one. It might be a different type of scenario how we get there. I'm saying three one, end up nine and seven. There aren't many scenarios. I'm looking on the ESPN playoff machine. There's not many scenarios as an eight and eight playoff entry with how uh, Minnesota's doing, even though they got two tough games, two tougher games than we do. Uh, I'm going to say hopeful nine and seven, maybe eight and eight. Okay. Maybe what you got? <sighs> yeah, we'll beat the G, man. All right. Um, we'll beat Philly. It will be San Fran. And I think I think we're going to beat L.A. the next time we play them uh, just because they're going to try to do that same stupid shit that they did last time with that whole putting five on the line and putting four to college right side basically to his guard all the way over. And then he has one guy. Like, why did we not run at that one guy? I'm confused. Like, I don't get it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Aaron Donald is fast. And he's quick and all that good shit. You know what you do to a guy like that? You put your running back on the same side away from him. You down block him. If he beats it, he beats it behind or or he beats the guard or tackle down to wherever he's trying to get to. And that hole is as big as the Red Sea. You pull a guard, right? And you let Kyler or you let, you let, it's just so much shit. Like I said, it's weird to me how I can see this shit, right? But they got all these cameras and all these iPads on the sideline. Who the fuck over there don't say, Look at, hey, come here real quick and look at this. Are you seeing what I'm saying? Bet, let's run it. Trap, trap, we, trap, we, trap with Kyler. Fly motion, let's see if the man covers. Boom, let's go. Read option, let's see if the man covers. Like it. Keep him on the toes, yeah. What when it comes down, you got the athlete. What? Like, what? Bro, like, this is. I need a change not... petition for JB to get on the staff, like. Bro, yeah. I'm telling y'all, like I've, I've been, been saying bro, that. I've been leading that train for like two seasons now. Hire I've been JV. saying that. Dot net. Petition, petition, petition. I, you saw the hashtag I put on Twitter. JB NFL O line coach 2020. Right? Yeah. Remember you put you put you, you you posted that shit on Twitter and I said I was Jeremy Bridges and I approved his message. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Hell yeah. That was yeah. from the Giants. Yeah, that was from the Giants. Right, yeah. yeah. Somebody the please yeah. put me on something. Man, put me on. Put your boy on. Hey. Yeah. Let me do this. Uh, eyes the eyes are too good. Look, I'm I'm saying I'm saying three and one as well. I actually think I, I think they're gonna drop it to to the Niners, but I do think they go back to LA and win that game. I think they're I think they're really gonna push around the G men because I, I think that D Hop, Cliff, Kyler come to Jesus, you know, week of practice is gonna happen this week. 
and Hop is going to be all over the field. It's not going to be a 15 yard out on the left hash every fucking set. It's not going to happen. They're going to have a come to Jesus moment and they're going to, they're going to take, they're going to take the G men down from their whole little, Oh, we're going to win the NFC East because everyone else is trash and we're slightly better. They're not, they're, they're not dropping four in a row. I'm going to tell you that. Washington, Washington football team is going to win the NFC East. I yeah. think, I agree. I think, I think they ultimately will at eight and eight. Look at yeah. that. They got the Jesus. All right. Well, hey. I told, look, I told y'all to what Ron was going to do with that team. They had too many pieces, too many weapons. No, they got the right. culture. They got the culture right. That much you can say. And they, they love Alex Smith. Even Haskins yeah. loves Alex Smith. He got yes. his job taken. Jesus. Yes. yes. Yeah, I mean, man. how can you not love the guy? You know what I'm saying? He's a leader, man. You know what I'm saying? Leads yeah. by example. He's a tough son of a bitch. Like, shit, hell yeah. Yep. All right. Well, we'll see Bird Gang. And, uh, and that's it. Our thanks to Sean. Check him out on the, uh, on the neutral zone. Um, casualsports.com, KSRN Arizona. Um, we love those guys are doing, they're doing some great things. And of course they support us. You can listen and check out the video as well on casualsports.com. JB, any final words for the reviewers out there before we get on up out of here? This wild uh, COVID Christmas season. Uh, Logan Paul. What's his name? Oh, Jake Paul. Jake Paul. Two, Paul. two Pauls. Jake Paul fought Nate Robinson, people. All right. He fought Nate Robinson, who boxed for six weeks to get ready for a fight. All right. Please calm down. Right. right. Floyd Mayweather. I'm going to say this, but it won't resonate. Don't be dumb. I think that's just kind of like beating a dead horse. Yeah. Because you, you stay, you, yeah. Don't be dumb, but you kind of are. Um, Errol Spence beat Danny Garcia, right? So, <laughs> right? So, right? There's levels to boxing, right? And Danny Garcia is not on that level, right? He's a good fighter. Yeah. Right? He had a chance, tough, but, you know. Tough, tough, yeah, you had a chance, like, uh, uh, a chance in hell, right? Uh, there's levels to boxing, and he's not on that level, right? So, people, relax, please. Errol Spence is great, but... I still think Bud Crawford is the guy, right? Uh, uh, what else we got? Oh, shit. I mean, we talk again before Christmas, so I ain't gonna tell everybody to have a Merry Christmas and all that shit. Uh, it ain't quite there, yeah. Don't, 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 uh, just don't be dumb, people. You know what I'm saying? Don't be dumb. Like, for real, like, don't be dumb. Like, I mean, COVID is still a thing. Man, just wear the fucking mask. Uh, government, chill the fuck out with this vaccine bullshit. Everybody taking that shit. Alright, uh, so y'all can motherfucking give half the fucking world some kind of shit to fuck your whole brain up. Like, you know, we know y'all, you know y'all trying to kill us, man. Relax. <laughs> like, for real. We ain't done. We, we, we done picked it up by now. We ain't dumb no more. Alright. But other than that, man, we just appreciate y'all rocking with us. Go out and get that merchandise. Uh, Do Sean, it. we gonna get, we gonna get you a shirt, man. Uh, don't hold your breath though, because I'm I'm a co-host of the show, and that took me forever. Hey, your merch. Hey, Trent, shout out to Trends Collab. Your your order is actually on the way. They texted me. Your order's on the way. Oh, okay. Yeah, Good. I can't wait. I can't wait to get it so I can you know show the show the, the bird gang because it is bird gang all day, mm-hmm. right? All day, every damn day, and we rock with the bird gang. Don't ever get it twisted just because we criticize. We criticize our love because we want our team to be better, right? Because you shit. Yeah. Bam. Follow us on social media at JB and Benny Blue. All right, it's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok. You got TikTok? No, no, uh, TikTok. No. <laughs> Go to our website at JB. It's the JB and Billy Brew Review.com for past episodes. 
hit us up. You can also get that merch right there. Check us out on KRSN Radio, right here in the Valley of the Sun with Sean McConnell and Ed and all the homies, you know what I'm saying? Big Earl, you know what I'm saying? Shout out Javon, to you, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Money making Masters. Money making Mitch, Javon. Mitch is somewhere in the fucking Ozark Mountains yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah somewhere in parts you know unknown, like the Undertaker. With, with, a, with a fucking antenna and a walkie-talkie, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? Trying to do a radio show. <laughs> Yeah. Mad, mad that the Titans lost. <laughs> oh, my God. Brown. Shout out to the Browns. Motherfucker. That's fucked up. When I stop fucking with y'all, now y'all ball out. Benny, yeah. Benny, how many years we've been rocking with the Browns? Yeah, and how many years they've been burning you on Savage? You know what I'm saying? First oh confirmed God. winning record since, what, 07? Yeah. Or longer than that? Something ridiculous. Y'all found is officially barking right now. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So... Yep. Shout out to everybody in the Valley, you know what I'm saying? L.A. be strong over there, you know what I'm saying? They got y'all locked up. I know it's going to be a rough do. Christmas, you know, rough New Year's. Don't worry about it. Uh, pretty sure we'll see a lot of y'all soon. <laughs> right? That's what they do, right? See a lot of y'all soon. Bring that shit over here to us. We already got enough of that shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Reviewers, we appreciate it. Thanks for rocking with us. Our thanks to Sean. Thanks to the KSRN family. And that's it. We out. At JB and Bang Blue, JB and Bang Blue And until next time, this has been the JB and Bang Blue Review Podcast. And we out. Peace. You reviewers, what's good? It's your man, Benny Blue. And damn it, we've been locked up in this quarantine for months. So wouldn't it be about time to get a new shirt or hoodie or any piece of merch just in time for football season? Well, you can at our friends at trendscollab.com. Trendscollab.com is the official maker of all things JB and Bang Blue Review merch. You can get a t-shirt, hoodie, hat, mug, urinal cake, whatever your heart desires, plus a bunch of other dope theme shirts like the damn Gina Classic and other shirts that you can get made to order. And if you're an influencer, you can touch base with them to get your own custom merch. That's right, Trends Collab does it all. Guess what? Free shipping on orders of 50 dollars or more just use the promo code free shipping at checkout check out our friends trendscollab.com and follow them at trendscollab trendscollab.com the official merch provider for the jb and benny blue review podcast <sighs> mondays just became mondays mondays just got more exciting powerball now draws three days a week mondays wednesdays and saturdays play now please play responsibly must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim Boom. And there it is. Wireless on the most reliable network nationwide. That's cool. But with my wireless, I get unlimited for just 30 bucks. Impressive. But does yours have 5G included? Of course. And my wireless saves me 400 bucks a year. That's because you all have Xfinity Mobile with your internet. It's wireless so good, it keeps one-upping itself. $30 per line per month. Taxes and fees extra. Compares pricing of top carriers. Xfinity internet required. Reduced speeds up to 20 gigabits of usage per line. Most reliable based on root metrics. U.S. report. Results vary. Not an endorsement. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.